hello, hello, everybody. We are here. Yo, reporting Yet again. live. Welcome to another week of Nitty's Knocker. I'm so glad to know that we are all healthy and alive and doing great things. And my co-host Brandon is here this week. Last week he was sick with sore yeah. strep throat or one of those nasty things that we don't like to talk about. I, caught Lala. I don't know what I called it, Lala, but I caught something. <coughs> it was worth it, though. He caught the fever. You caught something nasty. I, something. I was out. Did you catch Bieber fever? No, no, not this time. But even though he caught something really disgusting, we, we won't, you know, trip okay, on that. Okay. We're going to call it disgusting because, you know, we don't like disgusting things I today. I for like one day. One week? You don't think we miss you when you're gone for a week, man? They don't. Right. I'm just going to say I miss you when you're gone <laughs> oh, for a week. That means a lot. That means a lot. You got you to gotta slide back in, bro. But this last week was um, it was really good actually. It wasn't a bad week. It was it was empty without you. You know, I drove a lot of conversation. In here, (laughs) I'm pointing to my heart to everybody who can't see me. We definitely have been having great shows, and this week we are going to cover a few topics, um, especially one being the Charlottesville riots. Um, Which have been, to this day, you know, up until this moment, I've been receiving messages from CNN and BuzzFeed about all of the mess that's going on. But we're going to talk about it in in a solution-based way on what we can do to make it better. We're also going to talk about nine ways to prosper or to prepare. I can't see what I wrote. Mm -hmm. Nine ways to prepare for entrepreneurship while working for someone else. Man. And we have Solo the Dweeb here joining us on the show. And we will be having a call in from Bria Chanel, who is the CEO of GirlMuch.com and the personal assistant to Ryan Henry off of Black Ink Chicago. Black Girl Fly. So. I'm very, very excited to get started in our day of fun things. But before we get there, you know, y'all know I always like to come in with some new music that I've heard. Uh, what you got? Well, there's a coworker I have, right? Mm-hmm. He's super cool, super fun. And he sends music to me all the time. You know, he knows I have a radio show and he's just like, all right, well, I want to send you these songs. He sent me five four or five songs that are really really dope one is even by the guy named spooky black um what? who i had and this is somebody he that i've never i've never heard of him so you know i was excited never heard of spooky black not till the, i heard this the white boy song. with the with the turtleneck and the do-rag on his head like sitting it. well you know i saw the major laser show that has spooky black in it i was crying but what I want to go into now is playing some songs. I'm not going to play Spooky Blacks first because, you know, that's one of them smooth little songs or whatever. Man. But I'm going to play this song by Graphic Music called Better Love GM. And it's a remix. It's like a produced remix to something that's really cool. So we're going to go ahead, get Liddy with a little music right here on Nitty's Knocker. Yeah. Oh, 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 
Wasn't that an awesome song, guys? Yeah, that was dope. That was I agree. Super vibey, super litty. I don't even know what genre to put that in. Like that's just that's some chill. Art. Isn't that like chill? Dopeness. I feel like that's like MG. It's like something. I, the, I guess the, they, were, they would put it in some indie category. I know they would. Yeah, like. Kind of like that Daft Punkish type of not Daft Punk. Not like I mean like, but that field of music like where it's just like no words, but their expression like with, with instruments. Some dope production. That's what that was. Just some off the wall production. Thank you, Josh, who's the cook at Lakeshore Sports and Fitness. Thank you for being awesome and sending us a really awesome. If you really go real. meet him, he got the sounds. What if you mean? Really real. He's lit. He's a great cook too. Like I was about to say, but that's what I really want to know. What's but some burgers? We are going to go into a mild conversation of our sports and storage section. Once again, guys, we're new to this whole development of having a two-hour show. So sorry that we are on CPT time and 20 minutes late into starting, but it's still going to be lit, you know, because that's how you do it, right? The Brandon, best. what's going on with Colin? Colin? Colin. 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 Colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I need a colonoscopy. We're going to talk about that right now. What, what's going on with Colin? <laughs> what's wrong with I mean, look, hold up. Before we get into this sports, Wait. before we get into sports, y'all got to realize people are we human. we can't just move past that like that did just happen. You can't. That's what we have to remember. Listen, you have to remember that this is a part of life. Some you can you should be able to talk about situations and still be respected, okay? No, we don't. Want want? It's just like we just. I just. Didn't Why has it, I said it? We wrong, just couldn't so. let you live that down, like I, that I probably way. won't ever live, live this down, but it's okay. Like, What's going died, on with baby. Colin? Oh uh, my man, he just he going through the struggle, and it's sad to see him like go through that by himself, like. And like the NFL is what like ninety six percent black, probably. Man, it's 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 quite a yeah. I would say it's quite a but few. I don't know. I just feel like maybe if he had more backing from other players, like literally, if all the players in the NFL was like, "No, we're not gonna play Sunday," you know, not I, just about him not playing yeah, Sunday. But like, yeah, I understand. Like, yeah, they on the contract. We off the, but at the same time, you know how much money they will. I don't think it has anything to do with a contract. I just think like the at the end of the day, people are just yeah. It just comes into like a lot of things play into it, like greed. Yeah, most fear is definitely where it, if you boil it down at the end of the day I think it definitely boils down to fear like they're just it's something they're afraid to do it's like I feel like a football team is easily replaceable like not trying to be I, I mean, I'm I mean it is because there's a yeah. lot of monsters like everywhere <laughs> it's, it's just like NBA when you see right. like NBA and you, you honestly see more amazing things like like I could go to like go on Jeffrey and probably go to the courts and see something I saw that's exactly, more amazing exactly. than something I saw on like NBA you but know what I'm saying depending on what game it is yeah that most definitely, but I can you like, just get, like give us a few more details on what's going on with him though Okay, because I, mean, I do know like from what I've same, understood he's not doing anything different like he's been doing the same thing it's just now with football season approaching Who's supporting him and who's not? Like, and it seems like nobody's no really trying like to like pick him to be a, on their team. Made a stand. And I feel like the NFL is just bogus. Like, right now they're trying to like discipline their players, but like if you're a woman beater in the NFL, it's like a, a, you get like a slap on the wrist. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. You get a DUI slap on the wrist, but then you actually making a stand for change for like the betterment of our country, and you get and your people, like and, your pe- and the thing about like Kyle it's Kaepernick, your people because like that's the crazy a bad thing. Football player. He's a 
I mean, he ain't the best quarterback, but he's a good quarterback. The Bears could use Colin Kaepernick. Okay. You know I, you know me. I'm just like, yep, you're right. Everything you're saying makes. You know, I'm I'm not actually a sense. sportsman either. The crazy thing is, I don't. I'm I'm just a waste of height. Like people who meet me, <laughs> people who meet me, I get it. People. You know, that's the regular thing. Like just people in general jump to, you know, oh, you're tall, so you must you must shoot a lot of ball. And then it's like, <laughs> nah, I just rap. I'm, I'm just here. Wrong stereotype. Like it's cool. Sorry to disappoint, but no, I I just. I just think we should just boycott the NFL. Like, I'm not going to watch the NFL. I definitely think that. Like, Well, okay, since you guys anyway. aren't watching it, me either. I kind of thought I am here watch. with you guys. Colin, I support you, man. You should be able to say whatever you want. And it kind of goes back into what we were talking about with the church thing. How people, you know, are discriminating and not allowing him to come in and do what he does, right? So it's a, you know what the church thing, it was like, oh, the girl got married to another woman, got kicked right. out of the church. Right, this I is, heard about that. This is a little bit different because he um, is basically getting kicked out of NFL but for something that's literally been a right since the beginning of time, you know, freedom of speech. He mm. hasn't done anything wrong but display based on the actions of others, you know, being treated badly, seeing that his people are being treated badly. He's literally just being an activist and he's being... Sticking up for what he believes. Rich white men don't want to see that, and that's the and that's the biggest issue. Like he can be a great talent, but like when that's called into question, like they don't want to see that. I mean, black people can't have anything. Nothing. Nobody can have any. Nobody in this, on this planet can have anything. That, well, that I think can. we can have ice cream if we want it, though. Honestly, I've had some real good ice cream. Let me tell you about this, man. I had this blue bunny cherry cheesecake ice cream. That what? sounds amazing. I was eating it out the Where tub. Where is that? At Where is Jewel. that sold at? Jewel. What Osco. Jewel? Every Jewel Osco. Well. And I went in there, I say, oh. If y'all looking for me, you know where I'm about to go next. And if you're looking for me, you can find me. Anything with cheesecake in, in the, it. In it's the like ice cream. Hey. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like cheesecake was made. So sometimes we can't do what we want to do. That's how you turn that around. Turn that frown upside down. And remember, I you can get ice cream. Cheesecake made me smile. You can eat ice cream whenever you want. Or cheesecake. Or cheesecake. You all love it. It's all so good and tasty in the neighborhood. But no, I want to go into some more music. Yeah, I, honestly, the whole thing with the Colin Kaepernick situation, from what you guys are telling me, because, you know, I'm not really into sports, but it does seem like an uh, unfair act based on... And I have to realize, people are still going to spend money. These are bluffers. The internet is full of people who bluff nowadays. Mm. So they're like, oh, if you do this, we aren't going to support you anymore. We're not, not going to do this. I mean, yeah, it's all about just, action these days. I mean, that's a consistent cycle, though. Like, whenever, like, black people have a chance to, like, be activists in a certain situation, because the the fact that we've never had anything for generations, you, oh, yeah, here you go, two million. Shh. Oh, I never had. Ain't nobody in my family ever seen millions of dollars. I'll take that. You know what I'm saying? Your mm -hmm. comfortability. Yeah. And, like, and, and that, and I think that that burrows deeper, yeah. not only into race, but what it also takes is for someone to like be an individual and realize themselves, and not to act not as as a people, but as a person. Very true. Because people, as a whole, definitely don't think as well as a small, like a small room of people. Think better than would, a big room. would not think as good. Yeah, because we you know are easily like, influenced. We, we understand things a lot. If yeah, you're exactly. in a big We're group of influenced. people and there's one person who's like, like, honestly, like when we do these marches in the city, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. One person starts chanting, oh, no, we won't go. Oh, no, we won't go. And everybody else is, hell no, we won't go. Hell no. And they might they're not crazy. even know why they're saying it. They're just going to join into the masses because it seems like something <laughs> so that they funny. should do, right? It's so funny you say that because I don't even, like, go to go to like marches and stuff anymore that's like, good uh, man you had a rough pass with that i definitely Woo. did um <laughs> solo the activist right <laughs> unexpected plot twist plot um, twist but before well, we yeah. jump into any plot twist i want to go ahead and play a little more musica and this song that i'm gonna play it's like bringing back the harlem shake oh my god i saw a video it's called the love come down challenge and they were like doing the Harlem Shake and adding the new dance moves to it. Oh. But this song isn't the Love Come Down song. It's another song by this artist named Kid The Wiz. And it's called Valid Like... Who is that? Salid? Valid Like Salid or Salid. Mm. Salid. So we are going to go ahead and get into this song because, like I said, it just really like makes me feel so cool when I listen to it and we are going to jam out have a good time listen to a little mercy and get back to the conversation and figure out why Solo was an activist y'all wanna do y'all wanna know why he was an activist it happened like it happened once it was a little bit ago it was a little bit ago but, but before until we get there here is some more music right here on Nitty Snacker <laughs> Oh, my God. 
tell you that that's some lit music who you fooling all i imagined was like harlem shaking like oh my god like an after school program and just a bunch of kids all like harlem like getting it foot crazy working. everyone in the room is just buck crisscrossing it's just purely buck yeah but that was kid the wiz valid like salid super fun song you know i i like that i like that man it made me it made me happy but now, y'all know every every week since a few weeks ago, we've been doing this really awesome thing called the Unicorn Gospel, right? What? So it's just about time for us to actually take some time and like go into the actual Unicorn Gospel. Isn't that very <laughs> relaxing? That's. I mean, I was looking outside for a second. I didn't see one. I think, okay, you want me to explain it again? Might as well, because I need it. You know I need an explanation. Every, every show, you know you that. Can't, right? right, you can't just say, like, unicorn, unicorn gospel, gospel like, and then the people just well, like, oh, okay. Okay, like, so for new listeners and those who may not have ever tuned into Nitty's Knocking before. Welcome. Hello. First of all, hi. I'm Nitty. <laughs> I like pink, and I like unicorns. The Unicorn Gospel is my version of preaching to the masses. Mm. Uh, you know how you have the ghetto gospel, you know, you have your Catholicism. You have all these different ways people interpret books and words, right? Word. I interpret mine in the way of a unicorn. In the in the to let the fellow unicorns out there, people who are interested in joining the squad, know that there is always some positive. It's like giving positivity to people. It's preaching, you know. Unicorn I think preaching. Tyler the Creator is like your twin. I, I hope I can't wait himself, to. I believe he has definitely called himself a unicorn. Well, then I'll have to have like a talk with him times. soon. Hopefully, if anybody out there can make that happen, please. Nitty would love to meet Tyler the Creator, and we can do unicorn things. Y'all heard it first. <sighs> so this week's unicorn gospel comes from Isaiah chapter forty-three, verse nineteen. Okay. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Do you not see it? I am making a way in the wilderness and in the sh- and streams in the wasteland. I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So, 
let's break it down sentence by sentence, right? Please. See, I am doing a new thing. Our universe, the sun, the positivity, the radiance, the good mm. energy, is doing something new in our lives, is presenting something different, something amazing. It springs up out of nowhere. It's springing up until it's like showing you right there, like, hey, I'm here. I'm doing something great for you. Do you not perceive it? Do you not see this like tree of like pixie dust in front of you? Do you not see all of this amazing sweetness and awesomeness in front of you? Mythological metaphors. Exactly. You don't see it in front of you. Do you not? I am making a way in the wilderness, meaning he is giving us the pixie tree of life. He, she, the sun, your universe, your radiance, your energy is giving you this pixie dust tree of life right in your face to make a way for you to get through the wilderness, which is full of creepers and, you know, not the good leprechauns, but the bad leprechauns and swamps and wastelands like Loch Ness monsters and things like that. They're making a way for us to pat. So you grab your pixie dust from the pixie dust tree of life and happiness and love. And you take it and you help use that to make a way. It helps you make a way to the next place you're going without without error. You know, this is guidance. You know, it's guiding you to where you need to be without having to deal with negativity, without having to walk through hurdles and 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 messes. This is this is the universe telling you, hey, it's right in front of your face. Everything that you need to succeed is right in front of you. This pixie dust tree that just sprung up in front of you is for you to use to get through these wastelands and for you to get through the wilderness. Right. Uh, Most definitely. I just thought it was. uh it's funny that you uh, described that passage the way you did. Um, crazy metaphors aside, because uh, I had, uh, in the past couple of months, I recently got into tarot reading, like in your cars, right, and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, just discovering out what, what, like, black magic really is. And uh, I digress on that, but that's a story for another time. But um, so the cards, especially this week, I've gotten, like, a couple readings. And, uh, you know, you got to space them out at a time because, you know, you don't want to. It's real. It's real like tricky situation. It can be addictive. You know what I'm saying? It can be addictive and it can it can make you afraid because it can make you like fear for stuff because you you can rely on the cards too much and be like, hmm, I wonder should I get this or this? Let's ask the cards and find (laughs) out. And, and, And the crazy thing is, um. A lot, like I kept receiving the same messages this week, so I, I'm like, I think I'm good on tarot for like a couple months and stuff. But like, it was a lot of, it was basically what you were talking about about change. I kept getting things about change, about new beginnings, about how, um, you know, you're striving and and making your own way from your own angle. Um, like one that I got in particular that was pretty cool was like the Hanging Man, and mm-hmm. it was about. You know, sometimes the hanging man sees, like, he understands that he's different, and he understands that he sees the world in a different perspective. So, like, the fact that people don't get what you're doing or the way you're doing something when you are doing something isn't necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. It just means they don't understand it. It's not, they may be saying it's wrong, but that doesn't mean it's actually wrong. That's just their viewpoint. And that might not even be their viewpoint, because that might just be like, oh, well, society normally says this is wrong. Mm-hmm. So that means it's wrong. So you know? this is what what it's saying is trust in your universe, trust, trust in, in your the universe, radiance. trust in your intuition. It's and trust something in your new that is given to you 
to help you succeed. It's springing up. It's coming to you fast in your face because it's time to see that change is coming. You and know, people that don't things, understand the world speaks. Like the, the world, world speaks be, to the you. The world be talking to you in all kinds of and ways. And when you, you feel that, that you know, when you feel energies or you certain things going on, you're, you know for sure but that it's just like... your ancestors watching you. You know, listen up. We, we got your back. Unicorns... Unite, you know, we got to get to the next place with this pixie dust. So let us identify that that our ancestors are unicorns in the eyes yeah, of the mine. So like, can we write, can we let the record show that? that I'm a unicorn. Nitty I don't know pro- what anybody else is. But Nitty is protected by unicorns. Unicorns. ancestors. Unicorn. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Un- what'd you say? Unicornial ancestors. Okay. I just made that up. Unicornial. Wait, you don't want to write that down. Game with you don't. You don't <laughs> want to write that down. Wow. You know what? That's crazy. I really need to watch that. I watched like the first two episodes, and then I never saw anything ever again. I heard they're like almost at the end. <laughs> like at the end, end, and I'm just like, Dang. I still haven't watched it. I told you I was gonna do that, but I haven't even gotten started. It's good to lie about binge watching because you I do lose. binge watch though, but you I didn't. Lose. I didn't do that you one. Lose your life. You, that's time you'll never get back. It's okay. It's time that needs to be episode wasted on, on TV. Episode after episode. But after you, you, you eat your popcorn or your blue bunny ice cream. I was on Queen of the South all day. What yesterday. is that? Queen of the South is about like it's like the female narcos. It's about like how um, this woman Teresa became basically like one of the most biggest like female queen pins in like America. I feel like I'm a queen pin. And that is that is good. You should feel like a queen pin. Boss. Me and my manager were watching it like taking Y'all notes. Y'all felt that boss? Did the, you feel the bass the when bass she said boss? boss? Boss. You think I'm a boss, Brandon? You think she's a yes. boss, Brandon? Yeah, yeah, you a boss. You know. Answer her question, Brandon. Definitely Brandon. Brandon. Morty. If it's the unforgivable. <laughs> Put some mayonnaise on it. Brandon. <laughs> you know, sound like him with like literally no effort. I'm trying not to just quote it. <laughs> you ain't got to quote it, man. You ain't got to quote it. I Brandon want to. It's so many foul words in that script, though. You know, we can't even like pay attention to it. We're not to even going to divvy there. I'm trying. It's like, it's a mental challenge. So it's a sip is a mental, a like it's a mental battle. It is, and we're gonna have like some more fun with music. I want to listen to before, and just so you know, guys, in the second hour, we're gonna play one of the songs off of Solo's um, newest project. Ooh. Oh, saucy! That was a drum roll. You can ring the bell. What we have multiple? Yes. What? Those are the happy bells. Wait, man. man. Every time. Every single time. But before we hop into more conversation and good news, our good news of the week, um, I do want to go ahead and start off with the PSA from a group of people who have helped me get my startup with sponsoring me. It's a hair company, a black owned hair company here out of Oakland or Oak Park. Oak Park, sorry. I always get those two confused. But it's called BioStrand, so we're going to go ahead and play one of their little advertisements right now. Presenting BioStrand, a holistic company dedicated to health and beauty. For 20-plus years, BioStrand has shown an oxygenated cell produces a healthy response environment. BioStrand products are your 
go-to for healthy results using their five-piece collection called the Basic Program. It's a simple-to-use hair care system for women and men of all ages and all hair types. Expect continuous replenishment, restoration, and results from the first application using BioStrand. Contact us today to make an appointment or order products. Our phone number is 708-331-3556 or visit our website www.biostrand.com and use promo code 2017. That's B-I-O-S-T-R-A-N-D. We love and care about your health and beauty. Building hair from the inside out at Biostrand. No, for real though, y'all should definitely use BioStrand. Like every time, I like to talk about what it does here because they use like all natural ingredients, a uh, little bit of citrus. So if you have sensitivity to citrus, citrus, I wouldn't use it um, just for the sake of your scalp. But they have this stuff called scalpacin. It's like a five step process or something like that. And you start with like the scalpacin, and you go into like a toxic cleanse mixed with like a shampoo and then it's the conditioner and then it's the leave-in conditioner and it's hair oil and shea butter stuff literally there's levels levels and my hair has been so healthy i don't even wear my hair out anymore because i just wanted to continue to grow to it's like amazingness shout out team natural Yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a venture I've been on for a while. I enjoy it, and BioStrand has made it that much easier. But Are you Team Natural, Brandon? No. You get perms and texturizers. No, ma'am. Well, no, I haven't had one. Oh, <laughs> somebody's not being <laughs> honest. <laughs> if you guys could have seen the look she just gave him, Baby, it was just stop like telling me the truth. She was like, "You really wanna you wanna do this?" On the radio. But before Brandon. we go into talking more about Solo the Activist, which I didn't forget we have to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about Solo the Activist on top of talking about the Charlottesville mess. We do Boy. have, after I play this song, Gold by Khalid B, featuring Sam Trump and Party Noir. We shout out to Party Noir. Shouts out. Uh, as soon as this song ends, we're going to talk about our good news of the week, and then we'll go into solutions on how to deal with all of this craziness going on in the world right now. So, for right now, let's listen to "Gold" by Khalid B. Yeah. Oh, 
We back, y'all. We back in action. We back in action. Doing the thing we do on the radio show, Kanidi's Knocker. Welcome. <laughs> doing voice. I, I wish I was really good at doing it's voices. It's pretty simple. It's kind of. Sometimes with certain ones, I can do it. But it's Which like, ones can I really want to. I don't know. It just comes to me randomly, and I just be doing it. So. Right, right, right. And I might catch a, a mood, but I actually want to go into everybody's good news of the week. Uh, before we start talking about serious things, you know, like I definitely want to talk about some things that need solutions because um, that's always a part of what we do here. And I also want to talk about ways for people who are interested in being entrepreneurs to be able to do it while having a job. Facts. Um, Facts. But for now, what's everybody's good news this week? Well, I just successfully dropped... Um, a tape as well as a music video. Oh, um, snap. It's a little bit bigger for me because it's like a debut project, A, and B. It's like everywhere and stuff. So it's like on iTunes, Spotify, and Pandora. And real Shazam. life streams. Like real life streams and stuff. And that's like a first for me. Like you go to YouTube, you know how you look up people's album shows, like the picture album. Yeah. You could go look up my project and go see that there. Now it's legit. Right, that feels like it's definitely it's it's just good to see yourself like like level up, especially Mm -hmm. from like a long ways back. 
like because you never knew because like no one could have like you couldn't even guess you would have ended up like here exactly and wherever you're here and speaking is. on that like solo for people who don't really know he when i was doing the video log show which i definitely want to start doing again because it was so lit it was so much um, fun we he was a guest on my original nitty's knocker vlog show it's still online you can definitely watch it at nitty's knocker.com the first or, three videos when you search up my name Oh, that's lit. Yeah, as soon as you, like, look it up, it's, like, the Molly Kool-Aid video now, then it's the other one, then it's Nitty Knocker. Nitty Knocker. Y'all, like, y'all nasty. Everybody want to say a knocker, knicker. Nitty Knockers, Nitty Knocker. Like. It's that Nitty Knocker. That sound, that sound like some, so, <laughs> right, that sound like some southern like, stuff. Right. Hey, you better watch out for her. She fast. She's a whole Nitty Knocker. Like. That sound like a drink. I'll take one Nitty Knocker. Hey, so you heard it here first, folks. Like, if, if we come out with a drink, like, it's don't. The, I actually have a drink called Nitty's Knocker, actually. Well, and that well, came guess at my, what we about to get rich what with. What birthday was this? Like, this was my. Like that, too. right? I knew. Let I me get it. the let me get the nitties knocker. Like, no, no, let me. Uh, uh, it was my 20th that's birthday, that's guys. That sound like an old English, like and real it's, dirty. It's called nitties knocker. I, my turn 20. This is when I live. I actually put a picture on my Instagram today. On my uh, Instagram story, I went to visit my old. Well, walked past. I was going to the pancake house. Travel Instagram and story. And I, I went to visit my first apartment. Brandon knows about the trap. It was the Save Money Trap House. You know, I was the first one Yay. with an apartment. Me and Brandon were the first ones with apartments. But mine, some kind of way, became the trap house. Oh, smart trap house. Um, <laughs> and he would come over. He would bring chicken. He'd be like, yo, I don't feel like cooking this chicken. You know, you want to cook I chicken? Trap house jumping like Jordan. And it, it was, you know. Everybody eats. You feel everybody me? eats. So, you know, that was, I went to visit that today. <laughs> it was like super late. I even forgot what I was about to say about it. <laughs> it was probably something trap oriented. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, my twentieth birthday party. Thanks, Alex. My twentieth birthday party. Um, I had a house party, and um, I made a drink. I'm not gonna tell you guys what's I in think it. I died at that party. Though. It's magic. It's but probably like you. Yeah, it was stuff. really good. Like, everybody had to take a shot of either vodka or brandy when they walked in yeah, the door. All free. All the drinks were free. I supplied everything. And then um, they had to do that. And then I made this punch, a huge punch bowl. And it was so, so good. Like, you could not tell. You didn't know. It was, people did not know it was alcohol in there. But literally, everybody was, like, passed out on my floors. People were throwing up. And I was like, successful 20th birthday party. Like, I had like 100 people in a very, very small apartment. So, if you guys maybe like the 60, lesson 70, through that 60 explanation, to 70 people in there. The moral of the story is drink Nitty's knocker. Well, that too, but you need to get an invite to like Nitty's. Fifi's. Nitty's Fifi's. Unifi's. That was the 20th. What y'all think gonna happen on the 21st? Well, 21st Boom. was lit. Oh, thank you for <laughs> acknowledging my youth. Boom. I'm 25, guys. <laughs> but, Boom. you know, I'm 21 at heart forever. We're just going to say 21 and we're going to keep 21, it. 21, I threw this really big bash with Primo. Um, it was like my 21st. I wore this like black and white striped jumpsuit. Oof, I was fire. And it was this big old party. And it was like, that's my good news. I don't age. My good news of the week is... I don't age. So you gonna be tuning into Nitties forever. Nitties. Yes, and I'm excited to like talk about everybody's good news. Um, you know, it's like seriously an extremely awesome feeling to like have good news. And it's great. And your good news can literally be: I did my dreads different today. You know, like it could be whatever you wanted to. Yeah, be. I know she was staring at my hair when she said that. 
You did your dress today? No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Questions that need answers. But it was very... um, very a very good drink, you know. So that's my my good news spill of the day. Brandon, what? Give me some good news. Yeah, Brandon. Good news. Um, I still have my job. Uh, Brandon's employed. I'm still employed. You hear that, Yay. ladies? You hear that, ladies? Um, Did any kids no. do anything cool or something? Uh, kids are always doing something cool, but no, I just been like really getting myself together personally. Uh, like. It was funny that he brought up the tarot, the tarot cards. Um, I've been going to a lot of like different things. Well, I got, I had a reading a couple of months ago. Yeah. And, um, I went to this little. Have you ever been to the dojo in Pilsen? Yeah, I That's actually threw. A, you know, the crazy thing is, I threw a function there on 420. It was called the plug. It was a pretty successful like yeah. kicker. Successful. Successful. I go there from time yes, to time. They have baby. Events, yes, honey. I went there for uh, <laughs> um, they had like a spiritual thing, and I got my. Whoa. Uh, I did some meditation. I got my um my cards rest. Oh, I need to do it again, but yes, yeah, so I'm just been focusing on myself and, and just like realizing a lot of things that I didn't know before. So just maintaining, you know. I feel like that's always good when you have a good. Stability, sense of stability. I guess. Um. Do we all have good senses of of stability? We do. I think we do. I think you do too, cause you've been doing your thing, man. And it's honestly just been like, oh, we have a a call. Look at that. Hello, hello. Welcome to Nitty's Knocker. Hi. Hello. Are you calling in to talk about good news? What's your good news, sir? What's your name? I don't have a name. Okay. What's your good news? My siblings came in the mail. Hey. 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 It's lit. It's lit. Express yourself. What kind of Tim's? That's some green fans. All the green joints? The olive green ones? Uh, no. The real the green ones. Which one is it? They real green. I just like <laughs> Well, do you have, is, are you excited about that? <laughs> oh, y'all want to say I'm the same. Everyone sounds the same. Well, thank you so much, Felicity, for calling in and t- telling us your good news. <laughs> I'm glad your Tim's coming in, honey. Go crazy. I'll see you at the next function. Thank you for calling in to As y'all can see, we obviously be having fun with our customers and people as we call. Because her Tim's came in. That's good news. That's how we do it. <laughs> she happy about our Tim's. We all happy about some awesome stuff that happens in our life. Shout out to you, Timblins. Lit. So, I actually want to go ahead and talk about um, the Charlottesville um, issues. Um, Brandon, if, if you, do you want to hip the world on what's going on? And then we can I fall mean, into it's, it's it. It's no secret. You got a bunch of white guys marching around Charlottesville with a bunch of tiki torches and, and stuff like that. I don't think they're out there no more, but they were out there this weekend going crazy. Going and, really just... And I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I feel like we all have a right to... F- to protest and, and free speech, but when it comes at the detriment of other people's safety and like just the hatefulness, I feel like. Well, on top of that, it was a, the riots, of course. Um, 
they were peace. Wait, they were legally protesting their rights. They had their permits or whatever. Um, these are the alt right people um, and white supremacists. They were protesting in Charlottesville, and the counter protesters came. And, um, you know, it was peaceful for the most part until a peaceful protester was hit by an alt-right white supremacist, and she died. A lot of people were injured. She ended up dead fighting for the right things. Um, And basically, our president took a couple of days to start mentioning things about it. Didn't really have press conferences. He just said what he said and walked away. And today, he even said... Well, if you think about it, there were bad people on both sides. You know, they were they had a right. Basically, he said they had a right to protest. Yeah, they had a right to protest. But at the same time, I sw- I've been at protests. I, I, I was in one. The last one I went to was a Laquan McDonald one. And we was being escorted that one was crazy. by police the whole time. Like, whenever you, you get a group of, a big group of black people doing something or coming together, mm-hmm. they send out the SWAT, they send out the right, with the people with the right gear. It don't matter if we peaceful was, or not. And then it was said... Not. And there was no police out there in right Yeah, they gear. said it was too dangerous for them to go around. Um, they didn't feel like they could do anything to handle the situation. It was out there protesting with them. Like, I mean, Yeah, and they pretty much, you know, there was no tear gas, there was no casualties on... On them for being an actual terrorist group who have had over since I forgot it was over the past 10 years or so or seven years. I think it said 2013 since no, since 2003, I believe they've had 49 uh, homicides, which is the most for a domestic terrorist group. And now Illinois even considers them terror, you know, them a terrorist group, which is a good step forward. Um, We got a lot of work to do. I heard they were coming August 19th. That's what I heard. Who? Um, no, they. Um, okay, group. so they tried to. The leader of the group tried to get. He tried to say, uh, get something organized at the University of Chicago. Mm-hmm. The University of Chicago turned, told him no, because I already. They already know uh, what, what this going into. Yeah, and that's so probably bad. why. That's probably why the <laughs> state of Illinois. Excited. <laughs> that's probably why the state of Illinois actually. Um, stop. It's probably why the state of Illinois went and decided to make it a, a terrorist group. So if they did come into the territory, you know, they can get arrested, go to jail, you know, whatever they do to terrorists. Because that, honestly, it is domestic terrorism. Um, it's very sad and unfortunate that um, people don't realize that our president has been this person since before he was in office. Um, he works with people of color because he has to, as far as the diversity rules in the country about employing certain people and things like that he has to do that so that's the only if he could i feel like if he could he'd be right out there with them almost definitely i just feel like this from what i feel like trump being in office is kind of a good thing because it kind of shows us what we're really dealing with as a country very true i feel like for years we've always had this it's at first it was just in your face racism then it was like okay we can't be lynching people no more let's just make it more subtle and then, like, with this whole, like, all these white men coming out saying, hey, we, our race is dying or whatever they believe, basically shows you that systematic oppression is real. They've put in place systems to keep black people down to uphold the superior race. You know what I'm saying? And this whole process is just basically showing you how our country is basically made. Like, then, they, then I was watching some interview. They were talking about some, yeah, we built this country on the backs of who? 
the Native Americans that was here first before y'all got here. You know what I'm saying? White people have no history of their own and they go everywhere else in the world and rape, pillage, and plunder. Yeah, and then, I mean, it's unfortunate that that's the way of some people and that goes into solo, which makes solo such, like, to me, makes him like a revolutionary musician um, because he's taking it, taking it upon himself to be the actual one in the forefront doing what it takes like he's like the Malcolm X you know going out fighting and and trying to get the right thing done ending up in jail and things like that for situations um that should not have ended him in that situation and it was actually at a Trump rally yeah it was a that was a crazy uh evening uh ended up just just going just to make sure one of my friends close friends who are part of my collective were going and I wanted to make sure he was okay saw too many videos I just didn't want to take a chance like on him so but the crazy thing is we ended up getting separated and how I ended up getting into trouble I ran into my BYP friends because a lot of people have, uh, and what is BYP for the listeners um BYP is a is a young black activist group that is actually like they're sectioned in a lot of different other places besides Chicago but as for the like Chicago like section I I, I really rock with like a lot of people there and uh, I saw them at the protests and, and just linked up with them and just asked how I could help. And, you know, they're BYP. If you if you haven't seen them, they're definitely like not scared to to do what what needs to be done. And, and that inspires me to to get up with them mm-hmm. when they when they react. So because of that, that's probably why I'm in the forefront no, and he was, was on Twitter and everything. I seen Yeah, yeah so bro. that that I I don't know how that happened. I couldn't tell you guys. I, all I know is I got out of out of jail. I was picked up by my friends. I finally got a hold of my phone, I turned it on and then it exploded. <laughs> as soon as it turned on, like there was just hashtag free solos everywhere and all over you Facebook and huh? Did they plan to bomb you? Like phone? something happened because like it was just like notifications. No, like, I was at the hours. Laquan McDonald um, protest. That was a crazy. That was also a crazy protest. I ended up like <laughs> I getting taken down. I got taken down then too, but they didn't arrest me. I made Fox News with that protest. Yeah, you definitely were on TV. I was like, hey, that's my old roommate on TV, y'all. I know it was him. crazy because. Uh, <laughs> And did I just turn a situation to a? It's right. not a joke. It's no, just it really just, funny. Like I definitely saw. That's we were, crazy. We were no, sitting that, at home. Like, is that Brandon on TV? Like talking about? Look at him trying to be all like correct and proper. It was really cool though. <laughs> Life changing. You know, Plot no, it was twist. just definitely like <laughs> weird being out there. Like, um, and I feel like protesting. That's a way to get your make your voice heard, but it's not. The answer. I so, what do you guys like think we options. can we can do too? Because that's honestly, you know, I bring these issues up because yes, I, of course, I want to bring it up and and not concentrate on it on it in a negative light. You know, this is negative. Th- these are negative things that happen in our society. But what do you think? What's a way that we, being where we are in our lives, what's a way that we can affect change or create change? Well, I I think there's a there's a couple of different ways. Um, a lot of thing, a lot of ways. I feel like we definitely fail as we, we we fail to plan. Like there's a lot of times downtown where where people would gather mm-hmm. and people would like protest. Mm-hmm. Like um, take for example when 
Trump won election and like the protest was going on downtown. There was a huge protest at the bridge. There were people everywhere. People were trying to get to Trump Towers for whatever reason, I mm-hmm. assume, to to bust things up and like do some property damage, I suppose. But like nothing happened. We protested, like we sat out there and, and yelled and like semi partied for a second and then took a lap around the city, like mm-hmm. and walked down Lakeshore Drive and ended up right back in the same spot and after I mean I left that was partially why I went home because I was just like there's you guys aren't doing anything like we're just we're just sitting here yelling angry but like what next like are we trying to and even upon me trying to talk to somebody who I even thought was in charge Mm -hmm. like people people are so are so trivial like they really don't really know who they're mad at like I can tell you if an entire mob of people show up black white Puerto Rican or Haitian anybody under the Zulu Nation. You know, that's they, also another line that they they made into a Cheetah Girls song. Black, twist. white, brown, Puerto Rican, Asian, it don't matter who you are, we want hip-hop nation. Yeah, see, just to that's... Toss that in there. Appropriation, <laughs> by the way, is very alive and well, and we'll just leave that at that. But I um, liked it. Look, I'm like, but, but I liked it! So many... <laughs> <laughs> but I thought but, it was But cool. I liked it! <laughs> the, but so many people were like, I ended up getting into it with people because... And, and, getting into it with other protesters because they were just like they had nothing to do with anything and they were just yelling and they were just arguing like people were just mad to be mad like just because it gives them a chance to like bust something up but they don't know what they're really busting something up for people are out there and they want to take action but they don't want to take time to plan to make those necessary steps happen they just want it like and they think it's like some type of movie or something like it's supposed to be like this defining moment yeah we're all here we're lined up with the police let's messed up up like no i think people just think look at it in a different way now because honestly that used to provoke change you know the riots and things that used to happen were very um dominant and getting changed to happen but, but if we gonna riot we have to like that's, that's my thing you gotta to you got to pick you like you like you people are so like back and forth see with it like mm-hmm. i i went to a couple of the like last couple of protests with byp members like um with my friend um tweak harris like she's like my sister we went up there shout and we were you. there shout out to tweak by the no way more. you know she goes crazy um but we were there to like you know what I'm saying? It, inspect the scene to see, like, what people were doing. Like, so right. we, you know, that's why we were asking questions. That's why I ended up getting into it with other protesters trying to figure out who was in charge. Nobody was in charge. Mm-hmm. And that was a problem. Like, it was, and they were, and it wasn't like, people were on top of, like, light posts with megaphones yelling. But it's like, what are you There's engaging no these people to do? And that's why I felt like I stopped actually, like, being too keen to, like, run down there and, like, march and protest. Exactly. Because it's it, like... It's po- that's Person- like another it turned into another form of politics Person- right personally I feel no I'm just gonna say so right we're all saying the same thing about how protests don't work right solutions we need to like we can talk for days about how we go to these things and how they don't work and you know no it's never organized but what are ways to organize and um I Coming read with the proper plan. Yeah, I, I read protest is anywhere in the proper plan. I just feel like our country allows us to protest to make democracy seem real. Like, the protest is just, okay, we're going to let these people protest, let their voices be heard, but we still going to do what we want to do. That's just the way our Constitution was made. 
So protest has <clears throat> will inflict no change. Well, so honestly, the way to fix change, guys, because like I said, we can go on and on about how marching, protests you know what, don't protest work. Will, but marching won't. Marching won't. Do I anything. feel like in order to protest, you have to do more things. Like it's it's a new. Just like the times are changing for. For things you can't use the same traditional means, and otherwise you have to think outside of the I box and protest now, a different has way. Anybody outside heard, of the box. Has anybody heard "Forbidden Knowledge" by Rory? I'm going to play it on the show today. Actually, like I'm definitely going to play that song. This the Stay way tuned. to do it. He literally is saying like we have every outlet to win to to win with the internet with all this stuff that they did not want us to have and that's why it's so much harder for us to get things done now because we're not using those outlets that we have to invoke change we're using it to be angry we're using it to to go crazy so i read the girl who's calling in bria she retweeted a post that says that basically what people need to do is just Build your own businesses, hire your own children, and it's and because it's criminal to keep having your kids and sending them to go work for somebody else in another neighborhood that can, doesn't understand them, that's gonna hire them because they have to, because to reach a status quo or whatever. Black wealth is a way for honestly for any racial group, you know, for for black wealth, Latinos, and, and all these people. If you go to a Latino neighborhood, it's all Latinos working in that neighborhood. You go to African American communities. You don't have businesses that last because, for one, we don't take them seriously. African-Americans get businesses and they just they don't take them seriously. They They think that they can take their time to get things done and stuff like that. You cannot be that way when you're trying to create change. (laughs) You have to be the change yourself. And that starts with stop going to these protests. Don't show up no more. Start taking money from the middle class and upper class. Stop. You know, where it really hurts. Yeah. Just take the money from them. That's what that's all. That's the only way to get anybody's attention ever to get anybody to either look at you Mm -hmm. to get them to stop talking to get anything that's anything in America done. Money. You need bread. You need the dough, and that's the solution. That right cheese, it, it starts with us. That like, fatty. Yeah, we got to be more unified as black people, like as black people. You know, as because honestly, if you remember when the immigration laws were going down for Hispanics a few years ago here, mm-hmm. they rallied so hard together. Literally doing whatever it took, all of their politicians, every single Hispanic you knew, even musicians, every single one of them were for their rights. You know, when you look at our society, most of our musicians work for white companies. They are a part of Sony or whoever. They are a part of these companies where they think they can say what they want, but they can still end up losing their contracts or whatever the case if they don't want to deal with them anymore. So it's like, when will you... Say, okay, this money don't matter to me that much. I have enough to go invest into these communities. We can't do it on our level. That falls into your other segment about entrepreneurship as well. Because it takes that it takes that initiative. And And the same initiative it takes to make to be an entrepreneur is the same initiative it takes to inspire change. The same type of like energy. And that's what I was saying earlier about like the football players. Like Mm -hmm. it's gonna take it's like you said, it's deeper than just it's not so playing. much deeper. You know what I'm saying? It's, you might your pockets might get hit. It takes that initiative to like yeah. understand things are more important, yeah. and to put that materialism as well as that pride down, because that's a lot of like that's a lot of like those of your demons talking. Like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Your pride can be a lot of your emotions and things and can I, be a double edged blade. We are some proud people. You. That's what I will say. And on that note, I want to play forbidden. We're gonna. 
come back and talk about um, entrepreneurship and dreams and awesome stuff and play a super awesome yeah. song called Dreams. But right now, I want you all to take a listen to Forbidden Knowledge by Rory because it's literally an amazing song, very powerful, and I think it will help you guys to understand what we were saying just a little bit better. Light the light bulb. Right here on Nitty's Knocking.
what you're looking for on the surface. The knowledge that you need can't be next to chirped it. You every bit of worth it, not worthless. You kings and queens were meant for better things than flexing on the scene or bursting out the seams of your blouse that you told yourself you never wear outside your mama's highs because the energy it lends put strong women down. Down. Brother, look, you don't need to go to jail just to read you a book. I wonder what Malcolm found after going to Mecca or the mind state of Martin after visiting Selma. Two leaders that were slain for speaking the topic on the schemas and the reapers of forbidden knowledge. 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 Forbidden knowledge. We are back. We just definitely had a very awesome, unedited conversation, explicit and all. <laughs> this is very, very powerful information. The song I hope you all really enjoy, Forbidden Knowledge, uh, featuring Big Crit. I usually don't play mainstream music. It's not that mainstream because it never went into the airways, but Rory's a very well-known artist in the industry, and I really respect his music. Um, I strongly recommend people to, like, especially for songs like that, if you ever hear a song that inspires that curiosity, go to um, go to Genius.com and, like, look up the lyrics, and then that way it, it might help you out, you know? It, it doesn't mean it's the accurate depiction of a song, because no one really knows the accurate depiction besides the artist. But, you know, that's the kind of the beautiful thing about art. You yeah. can look at a painting and see, like, 18 different things, and the same thing can be interpreted with, with music. With music, definitely can, which is why, you know, just to very, very lightly, because I want to go into our entrepreneurship conversation, um, the reason why Art of Noise is called the Art of Noise is because every time I listen to the song, it gives me a different vision. Every mm-hmm. single time, it just changed. And since I was a little girl, it's been doing this. I never see the same thing when I listen, but it's always something positive, always something beautiful that makes me want to create. So, you know, hopefully I get another one going soon. Um, yeah. Another Art of Noise, you know, for the youth, because honestly, we can't really do anything with people our age, but we got to go ahead and work on our babies. So... Talking about this forbidden knowledge and, you know, building our communities up with black wealth, becoming entrepreneurs, which basically is what that means, bringing businesses into your own community. You might have to start off working for somebody you might not want to work for, right? Mm. The first step of it is to learn to work with people you don't like. One of our challenges for working with the company is working with difficult co-workers. And the best part of it is that it's someone else's company, but not yours, which means it's time for practice. Running your own company and being a good business leader is knowing how to manage different types of workers. Take this opportunity to figure out how different people tick and how to work effectively with them because you won't have time to learn everything when you are busy running your own startup. Mm. Right? So it's, I swear, it's, it's a lot of people that I don't like, you know. Hmm. Not even don't like, it's just like we don't mesh. You know, it doesn't mean I don't like you. I won't give, I still will give as much good energy that I can, but I will also try to remove myself from your energy as soon as I can at the same time. So when you're in the presence of these people that you, you, you can't deal with, Make it what it is, which goes into the second second step of it, which is build a deep relationship beyond the simple business transaction. Sometimes you might have to go the extra step. Sometimes you don't, based on the, the energy that you're receiving from. And the field of business, I would say. Yeah. So if you're working with clients, you know, all the time, you got to use the company's resources and connections to create your own connections. This is true. Um, a lot of times in NFL, especially... Um, on touching on the the first thing you said about dealing with people you don't like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a that's a that's one on one. That's like life one on one. It's beyond it's beyond work. I mean, because no matter what you do in life, unless you uh, 
live on the island and only bring your favorite people, like you, you're gonna <laughs> deal with people, and they might people. end up being, you know, what I'm saying, vice versa. So you in life, even when you get to your field of profession and you start your own entrepreneurship. You're going to have to have somebody that you're going to have to, like, you know, Brown knows a little bit to talk to, like, be like, um, you know, get get on their good side to help get to where you need to be. And playing nice is just it's just politics and Definitely. politics is something that that exists in our natural everyday life. I, I get into it with some of my coworkers that are older than me because their approach on handling people is so like brunt in your face, like being rude and whatnot. And I'm like, why well, burn this bridge of communication with this person when you can just talk, talk to them? Like, I manage, like, 14 people. They're like, Brandon, you're too nice. I'm not too nice. I just understand that each and one of these employees are individual, and I treat them as such, and I make them understand, like, this is your job, and you got to do your job. Right, you don't have to bash people over the head. Exactly. And that's what you're saying goes into tip number three, analyzing Uh your boss. In business, who knows what challenges will come up? You know they will. (laughs) You work for someone else, it's the best time to learn leadership skills and see how your boss handles situations. And the best part about it is when you win... You'll win if you have a terrible boss. You know, if you know how to deal with your boss, as well as dealing with your employee employees, you have to be able to differentiate their personalities and realize, okay, just like with with people you want in your life, like, okay, I know I can rock with you in this way, but I can't rock with you in this way. Exactly. And if you come to those people in that way, you'll always have a good time. You'll always have a good product because you know how to work with that person. So analyzing your boss and, and learning how they handle situations and then thinking about okay what can I do better how can I be a better boss once I do create the lane for myself um the fourth tip is to connect with co-workers who are good at what you are bad at um and that's pretty much self-explanatory you connect with somebody who knows how to do something you don't that's a potential employee or or partner in the business um or a way for them to teach you without you having to go pay for classes i would say if you didn't if it comes down to you not being able to work with a person then you then you need to learn the technique at the end of the day no matter um again what it is you you do or want to do if if there's something you don't you want to learn you want to learn to do or mm-hmm. you feel needs to be done but you know you don't work well to, uh, with others and and don't work well with people period then that's something you have to either be prepared to teach yourself or pay somebody to do yeah and you might be in a position when you start your business to pay them better than what they might be getting paid so reconnect with those people keep those connections close it's always good to keep all bridges open because you never know where what what bridge will connect to what bridge and where you'll end up exactly you know you Tip can land five. in Hawaii or down the street. I like. I want to go to Hawaii. So if anybody's looking to pay for Nitty's trip to Hawaii, you can square cash me at Nitty's. Nitty needs them dollars. <laughs> but tip five is to show face whenever possible. As an entrepreneur, you're going to need to get used to getting your face out there to grow your company. Hmm. Take every opportunity you can to get in front of clients and your bosses, interviews and press opportunities, and get in front of anyone who will be ready to judge you. You know, you want them to be able to see you out of your comfort zone and see you trying to make things happen when you're not used to making things happen on your own. And it only makes you look better. It makes you look like a harder worker. Um, someone's more determined to get to the next level. I feel like with five is like I'm more of an introvert sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like when you want to do stuff that's more of a social caliber, you got to pop out. Like in, don't even pop out for fun. Pop mm-hmm. out. 
for a bit. Like it's, it's never about fun when you have yeah. to when you're pop. If you're popping out for political means, it's never about fun. Mm-hmm. If and you're at a party to to show face, then you're at a party because you have to be. You know, those and that's parties, me. That's like know. a job. It's an obligation. <laughs> I literally and that's the crazy thing about entertainment. Yeah. In entertainment, that's literally what it is. And people see me at a lot of functions and think like, "Oh, you're a party animal." And I'm like, "No, I actually have to be here." So yeah, and that. <laughs> like, and then honestly, when you, you know, stop, like, when you stop going around you it's like honestly when if they don't see you they forget you period exactly. yeah you know, and that's so. and that's the crazy thing about that it's those it's those relationships it's keeping those relationships around understanding what that needs to be but it's always good to make sure that those relationships um it's that you look into those and make sure that they're good you know they're good people because why wouldn't you want to work with somebody you know find somebody keep that eye out for someone who can work in that field that you do rock with that you can vibe on a level two because they're they exist and you can definitely find them you know i'm i'm personally building you know my own type of things and own type of team and i'm taking my time mm-hmm. to find each person that i need you know character characteristically speaking for that team you know and it doesn't matter if it's if I end up finding it by the end of this month or the end of next year. Like, right. You'll find them. I'll find them. Right. And step six is learning from every department. So remember, this is being an entrepreneur while working for somebody else. You know, <laughs> these are not entrepreneur steps of you doing it when you're not working for anybody. This is the, the inside part of learning how to run a business without having to actually take those classes, which is it's good to take classes, you know, and entrepreneurship to learn how to do the books and numbers specifically. But you might be able to learn it in the job that you have right um and step six is to learn or tip six is to learn from every department know everybody who works in the company even the department you never interact with because you are learning how to structure a company and that's something that every great business leader will do um tip seven you got to make the foundation yeah most definitely you have to be able to like talk to everybody and understand the people around you all of it like links together every single one of these tips links to the together because like hand in hand even though you're like developing like these relationships and getting to know people in other departments you are still on the clock you're still getting that dollar you're not doing anything outside of yourself you finish your work a little early go check out what they're doing in another area see if you can help out you know because that way you know exactly what each department has to offer and when building a company um, tip, tip, not tip. Tip. Tip seven is to gather employee feedback, and um, ask your coworkers how they like their job and what they don't like about it, and what they think of the boss and what they wish was different. Um, Those are the best kind of the best kind of notes. And make sure you're not doing it to a brown noser though, or somebody who's going to be like, "Hey, so and so asked me if I like." you as my boss you know because that could you gotta watch who you're talking to honestly sometimes that be tip people, number eight watch who you're talking to watch who you mess with <laughs> tip seven and a half watch who you giving you know asking questions to because some people are messy but mm. it's still good to gather that feedback because it's like okay let me jot this down i'm gonna do this part a little bit better than my boss may have did it doesn't mean you're a bad boss you know it just means that you're doing things that have people a little bit upset and as a boss you're everything's not gonna always be the way you want it to be people are gonna get upset people Sometimes are going you gotta to be not the bad like guy. it but you be the bad guy understanding each person's characteristics. You know, you don't you Empathy don't be key. the type of person who attacks everyone for one person's mess up. You go to them and ask them what happened and you know, to see if it was honest mistake or if they just didn't care and then you let them go on 
easy terms if you have to, you know. But I always Empathy keep it. Empathy is always the key. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And tip eight is keep asking why. When you don't know why someone took that course of action or why your boss chose to do it, ask why. Um, don't ask like you're asking a question about their decision. Ask like you want to know more about how they work so you can work better with them. And you aren't just working at the company. You're you're at a school of business experience, and you are there to learn everything you need to be in business for yourself. Being inquisitive is definitely a really good. And some people don't like when you ask why too much, but I'm one of those people who's like, how, so how do you do this? I will ask a billion questions. I will follow you. I go into I'll jobs. I'll be like that child, that, that newborn baby. You get They'd be like, mama, what's this and that? Like, I'll be asking all kinds some of questions. Some people hate explaining stuff. Some people enjoy explaining stuff. Like, they just, oh, I've been waiting for you to ask me. Yeah, I, I hate, I hate a over explanation it, it person like they're so they, that's that's so like because then they feel like they gotta talk like one question takes eight hours because right. they're like they just like drivel on very true and the last tip and we're gonna go right into the song dreams by solo um last tip is always think about how the company can get can be better self-explanatory you looking around you you see what's going on look at what can make a place better um, and then you make sure you always take notes. Make sure you're always noting, whether it's a mental note, a phone note, a photo, whatever you need to help you, a voice note, anything to help you remember what you learned for that day or that moment. Try to keep that with you when you are starting a business because it's, for me, starting multiple businesses, it's something that I really have to pay attention to is how people run different things. Mm. Um, so, you know, those are ways to prepare and work for somebody else. Um, because we all have dreams of becoming superstars and entrepreneurs and bringing things back into our neighborhoods, our communities, or even for ourselves. You know, some people are really for themselves. Oh, looks like we have our calling already. We might have to play dreams right after the calling. So this is a, a big setup for you, huh? Oh, wow. Heavy night. Hello, hello. Welcome to Nitty's Knocker. Hi, Serenity. How are you? Hi, Bria. I'm great. It's nice to hear your voice. We haven't talked in years. I know. It's so good to hear from you. So for those of you who don't know, this is Bria Chanel. She is the CEO of GirlMuch.com. She's also mm. dipped her hand in having online boutiques, and what? she's now the personal assistant to Ryan Henry from Black Ink Chicago. Shout them out. Black Ink Crew Chicago. Yeah. So, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I love everything you're doing with Nitty's Knocker. It's amazing. Thank you. I'm glad that we were able to make this happen as well. Um, as you all know, a few a couple weeks ago, we had Danny from the show on here. Um, and today we have Bria. And honestly, I want to talk to you a little bit about blacking but not too much i want to concentrate more on you as a as a brand and what you've done with your name since leaving um the school that you once attended and how you've pretty much made it to where you are career-wise yeah definitely um well i started being interested in you know web design and the digital world in general when I was 16 I was taking a web design class at, at HF that was the high school I went to and I was just enamored by 
social media in general and you know it was MySpace at the time and I was just like you know I want to create an online environment and community that I want to be a part of and that I'm interested in so I decided to create girlmuch.com which is a platform you know to inspire young women to you know follow their dreams and you know just to influence them in a positive way Mm -hmm. so I started that when I was 16 and now it's grown to the point where you know I have a a real team me and my content producer Donnell Perry you know we get together and he finds the talent he's like you know what you need to interview this person and that person they're pushing the culture forward and we just interview them and put their stories out there so that's everything with Girl Much now when I went to college I did go to Mizzou um, for a short time, a semester, and it didn't end up working out for me. So I'm like, well, the college, you know, the college world is not working out. What do mm-hmm. I do now? Initially, I took it as a failure, but really it turned into a good thing for me because I ended up having a lot of time to really evaluate my life and what I wanted to do creatively mm-hmm. instead of going into a field that really didn't interest me just to make money at someone else's job. So right. I figured entrepreneurship was the best route that I could take, you know, because I, I own a lot of my time. Like I'm more free to be creative and live the life I want to live. So, And you've definitely done a great job at it. How was it having um, an online boutique? Oh, having an online boutique is was definitely like a learning experience. Um, it was just different like I wanted to experience how to sell to people like I worked at Forever 21 I worked at DSW and working there taught me a lot about customer service and communication and the art of selling to people so I created an Instagram platform skin wardrobe where I sell clothing and accessories so that's a great it's great it's very lucrative you know instagram boutiques that's what's in right now you most can make definitely. a lot of money doing that most definitely and it seems like it grabbed the attention of of uh creatives in a way to where you're working with ryan henry now how'd you end up getting that position um, I'm sorry, I didn't. I wasn't able to hear you. No, I was just saying, and it, it pretty much segued you for success uh, because you ended up being the PA for Ryan Henry. Um, how'd you end right. up getting that position? Well, that came about because we are family at the end of the day, like through marriage. Mm-hmm. He ended up being really close family friends. So one day he was just over my house and he was like, you know, I don't have an assistant right now. And, you know, my parents, like, they thought it was a great opportunity. Like, well, you know, Bria, she's here. Like, she can help you if you want it. If you want it. And this was three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was down. And this was before the TV show and everything. Like, right. You know, but he was still Ryan Henry. Like, he was a, he's still the best tattoo artist out. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, shameless, plug, like, yeah. shameless plug. Shameless <laughs> nah, plug. Yeah, you know, so, so like, of course I'll help you. Like, you know, you have Nine Mag now, you have a shop and everything. So I was like, I know you need help. So I was like, yeah, I'll help you. And then from there, I've just always been here. You know, he has Black and Crew Chicago now. He's on season three. So it's just grown, like, tremendously. But, yeah, that was a blessing being able to get that opportunity. 
Yeah, and it is. And you've you've kept your you're one of the people that I've noticed who have who has been extremely humbled um, in their successes. Oh, thank you. Since I've known you, you're always a you know really calm and collective girl. Of course, we had our party times and, and you know mm-hmm. good vibes, but it was always um, in good spirit. You know, it was always a great support system. Um, just being around women who had goals, you know, and each of us right. as women, you know, we all have our different platforms and and uh, we all go through our struggles of trying to, to get to the next level. But what made you a great person is how you were still there to help out, you know, with friends of yeah. yours who might have been interested and even with mm-hmm. what you're doing now, like going down your Twitter, you know, some of the things that you do actually helps, like the courses you give and things like that. It helps people with their online boutiques and um, getting to the mm-hmm. next level. And that's something that Chicago women need in general is more support for each other. You know, um, it's very, very tough here for women to work together. But if, you know, you continue mm-hmm. giving the information and, and freely sharing what you've learned and how you've grown to be successful, we can have a very strong and vibrant, um, honestly, African-American community of women who are just pushing it and going crazy and, and having stable businesses that just prosper, you know? Black girl magic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, I want to help women get to that next level because, you know, we all could use some help. And I feel like as I'm, as I'm evolving, my businesses are evolving. So as I've created blogs, I've created online businesses, boutiques, all of these things, and I've made money. So I want to help other people to make money. So now, as a digital brand strategist, you know, I know how to build an online presence. Like, I know how to build an online community, and I know how to make money from it. So I, I thought, why not share this information? You know, we all have ideas and visions in our head, but some of us just don't know how to go about creating a business out of it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And with social media, that's it's so easy now. Like, it's really no excuse. So I created FabFashionKillers.com, and I turned that into a coaching program for women. And I teach you how to build your Instagram platform. I teach you how to turn it into a business and monetize it and all of that. So. I didn't even know about fashion. Cause I like that. I like the name of it because that's honestly yeah. one, that's one of my favorite ASAP Rocky songs. Like when I I used to listen to that every morning, or not every morning, but when yes. I was, when I would get dressed to go out, that was the song to yeah. play before Bang. I stepped out. Bang. You know, I was like, oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's where I thought of the name from. I'm like fashion killer. Like that's super pop, dope. Pop. So I just added the word fab in pew, front of it, pew. and you know. We was rocking, so <laughs> I'm excited about it. It's really gaining a lot of members, so I'm excited about that. It just goes to show me that this is a real necessity in the market. Mm-hmm. It definitely like people is. Want information. It definitely is, and sometimes, honestly, from what I've learned, because. I've done uh, creative consulting for people and things like that, and mm-hmm. it gets to a point where you're so good at doing it for other people that you can't even do it for yourself, you know? So it's right, like yeah. for people like that who can't even do it on their own, it's like how can I – what can I go to as a young woman trying to create a brand for myself if I can't think about it for myself? Who can do this for me, you know? So it's really amazing right. that you've um, literally turned – turned it into something that that we need and it's trendy you know everything about it is trendy and fun and you know you travel and you're a young woman in your 20s you know miss 20 something you know (laughs) Shouts out to Sissy. Yeah, I'm 24. 
now. So I've, I've been in this game like eight years. And that's good. You know, you got a, a jump start. You knew at a very young age what you wanted yeah. to do. You knew that you were a unicorn before you even became a unicorn. And that is so freaking right. awesome. So I'm, Exactly. And, I'm not, and I have a lot of that. I have to owe a lot of that, of course, to my mother because she is like the ultimate marketing master. Like she taught me everything I know. You know, as far as entrepreneurship and building wealth, so she's my mentor. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I learn a lot from her. Tracy Wright on Facebook, like she's literally grown her platform to two million followers. So wow, she's amazing. Hey, ma, yeah. I need your help. Look, <laughs> call right. Nitty. Right. You know, help me. You know, we need you over here. Yes. You know? <laughs> but, we can all use Tracy. Yes, and that's all. That's awesome. I never knew. You know that that was the biggest. You know, support system you had with Duna, and it's good to know that you know you and your mom are tight like that. Uh, to where yeah. she can be your voice of reason when starting businesses right. because it can't as at young ages that we are this is a very influential age that we're at so you know to have somebody on on your side to tell you it's okay sometimes you're gonna fail but this is how you jump back from it you know it's, it's a really really good thing and for people who don't have mothers or fathers to be there for them that's a way that you know people like you and I could end up being that voice for people to say hey you can still get through this you can make it to the next level this is how you each one to each one exactly when I tell you I thought I was the biggest failure when I had to leave college like I was so depressed and now that I'm like five years past that situation I'm Mm -hmm. like wow like failures are just leading up to success like Mm -hmm. that's all it is it's not failure or success it's like you have to fail in order to succeed Mm -hmm. that's what I realize now so when I told my mom you know I didn't want to go to school anymore it wasn't like oh no you you have to do this this is the route you need to take it was like no you need to be creative and you know figure it out that's you can make money literally doing anything. Now. Very true. I read this, anything you I read this quote. To. It says they pay you seventeen dollars an hour to forget your dreams, and I was just like, <laughs> very true. Right. Very true. <laughs> like very true. It, yeah. makes, it makes you think. It makes your face turn up a little. Yeah, definitely. Because you spend yeah. all this time working for the man, trying to, uh, I'll make decent money, but really you. You're still in the system. Not really what you worth. Yeah, no you're in the system. You can't worth. live how you want. You can't breathe how you want. Um, and that's the ultimate goal is freedom. And that's very true. Um, you know, being a newer entrepreneur, I kind of got into it a little later than most Mm -hmm. but you know everybody has their time you know everybody has their time they realize okay this is what I want to do with my life um and it does get discouraging it does get hard but to just know to look at somebody like you who you know dropped you know dropped out of school out of college and still came out on top and believed in yourself and had had someone there to believe in you as well that's such a beautiful thing and I'm very proud of you and where you are in life Mm -hmm. Doing your thing, girl. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Yeah, that means a lot. You know, because I know, I know it's hard. Like, it is hard. Um, luckily, you know, people our age, us millennials, we grew up in the information age. Mm-hmm. So we, we were just we talking know about that. We have access to a lot more. So we should take advantage of that. <laughs> we literally, literally, moments before when we were, we did um, nine tips on how to be an entrepreneur or how to, um, 
how to prep to be an entrepreneur when you work for somebody else. And that is true. We do yeah. we do live in the age of technology where everything we need is right in front of us. We just have to learn how to utilize it and um, right. make it work for us. You know, following your dreams is literally for us as millennials. That's the way of our future, because we are getting into an age where they don't even need employees anymore in places. So then what do you do? You know, what do you do at that point when they don't need you to employ people's mind span, like their attention spans are so short now that you need constantly Mm -hmm. new things. Right. So by you having girlmuch.com and the fashion killers, you know, and being like helping one of the dopest tattoo artists in the city thrive to be a better man and a better businessman and things like that, you have levels to where people can can hop, you know, like, oh, don't want to look at this anymore. Let me go over here to see what's going on. Because that's the age we live in. We just move so quickly. Yeah, you have to constantly keep people engaged. And that's the whole thing. You know, like, it's, it's an art to doing that. And, and it's an art to getting people to spend money with you. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have to convince people why do they need it. Why do they need to spend money with you? They have it. The money is there. But getting it in your hands, like, it's an art to that. And that's what I teach people. So, I, I definitely, what's your favorite color? Oh, it's random, but I just want my, to know. my favorite color is, like, really black and, like, earth tone colors, like nude, taupe, mauve. I love the color mauve. That's a color. That's a great favorite. shoe color, mauve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love variations of pink. Yes, me too, honey. You know, Nitty's not a pink, pink, yes. pink all day, honey. Pink. I've always loved pink. <laughs> but I do want to, um, you know, since this is something you teach, you teach people how to be better in selling, selling, marketing, being successful. I actually would like my quote of the week to be from you. You know, I think that mm-hmm. every week I have a quote that we talk about on the show and I I tag it on my Twitter page, put it on Instagram. And I really feel like you should go ahead and segue that quote for the week. And then, you know, we can get you out of here. Yeah, definitely. So what are you thinking? What's on your mind right now? Oh, you play the favorite. <laughs> uh, what's that song from? What's that from? The Jeopardy. Jeopardy the Jeopardy, yeah, Jeopardy. Uh, waiting sound. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, oh wait. my god. I, I want it to be really good. Um, Look, pressure, pressure. I, oh. I really just want to really go back to what I was saying about failure. Like, failure is a part of the game. You know, failure is what leads to success. Failure is that's what really leads to wanna, success. That's what I want to say. Yeah. That's very true. And that is a Bria Chanel quote. Oh, it's lit. Yeah. It's lit. Yeah. Well, I do want to, <laughs> honestly, I do want to thank you for, it's good to hear your voice again. It's very messed up that we live in the same too, city girl. and don't talk to each other. I know, but you know what? We're all on the grind. We're very all true. Like, I as get long it. as you understand you know, so Very true. Very true. I'm very grateful that you called. Guys, you can follow Bria at B-R-I-E-A Chanel, C-H-A-N-E-L on Instagram, Twitter. You can visit girlmuch.com, fashionkillers.com. Look, she's going crazy. It's Fab Fashion Killers. Fab Fashion Killers. Okay, look. Yeah. Fabulous, honey. All day. (laughs) 
but thank you so much for calling in and just like giving us this amazing insight on being successful and young and enjoying it and doing what you want to do ultimately i'm very proud of you Thank you so much. Yeah, life is not meant to just pay bills and die. Very it's true. Not. We got a lot to live. It's a lot to see in this world. But until I talk yeah. to you again, girl, peace, love, and happiness. Thanks, girl. You too. Much success to you. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. That was an amazing call in from Bria. Thank you, girl, for just being the light that we needed to add to make this amazing. And now for the hit that bell a couple times. This is our drum roll. Bells. Double tap it. Double, 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 double. We are now going to play the song of the show. What you've all been waiting for. The one and only solo the dweeb. First of all, tell everybody the name of your project. You didn't even uh, do that. Yeah, I didn't. Um, the name of my newly released project, as well as uh, my debut music video that's out on Molly, uh, out on YouTube right now, is called Molly Kool Aid. Um, that is exactly how it sounds. Molly Kool Aid. <laughs> Don't actually put Molly in your Kool Aid. No one does that, including me. Nobody does that. Thank you. Um, because you know, Sprite might try it. Right? You know, I'm like glad. I, I've, been thinking, I've been thinking about that recently. I'm like, you know. What if Brandon puts Molly in his Kool-Aid? <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. So, you know, uh, without further ado, it's, it's out there on streaming on all platforms, iTunes, Spotify, you know, Pandora, Shazam, etc. So go check it out for free. <laughs> and here is Dreams by Solo the Dweeb right here on Nitty's Knocker. Enjoy. Southside nigga Rosemary White State. I'm a Southside nigga Rosemary White State. South Southside nigga Rosemary White State. Rosemary White State. I'm a Southside. I had a dream that I woke up in a trap house. A lot of niggas whipping, working hella pack loud. I need that dough. I need that dairy. Where the cash cow? That's on my gang. I'm with the stains. I need the racks now. Just to do and to be honest, time is cash, cash. Don't give a damn, it's all part of the plan. Where the cash wave? Gang in his dip. Beef with Mayo never last. We at the stoop, making tracks, but swear it felt like making crack. Subway shorty, CTA, my best friend. Just bullying with my niggas like I came up out the West End. Sleeping on my haters while I'm woke, I feel so rested. So sick, you bumped this, sh- you probably 
sugar tested, it's all good. Oh, love, she hit me for a soul bug. She hit me for a trade fight. That's two girls, one jug, it's all good. Oh, love, she hit me for a soul bug. She hit me for a trade fight. That's two girls, one jug. What a dream. Y'all make sure y'all go ahead and stream hey, Molly Kool-Aid on all of your amazing feature. <laughs> all of your amazing streaming services. Yeah. You can find him on everything. All over the place. But I want to thank everybody once again for being awesome and tuning in. Um, remember you can submit your music to nittiesknocker.com. You can submit your ideas. You can submit your good news. You can submit whatever you want. And I, if I like it and I think it's good news or something, I'll talk about it. I'll say, I don't care if you just brushed your hair and it came out into the slickest ponytail you ever made. You Let me it. know. And you I will mention you and it will be great. This week's quote, as you heard it from Bria Chanel herself, is failure is what leads to success. Can I do shout outs? Yeah, like go ahead. Shout out, Nitty's Knocker. Shout out, Part Noir. Shout out Sound Posse. Shout out LSD Studios. <laughs> shout out my mom. Shout out Success. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout out to this bell. And shout out to Q4 Radio for hosting this amazing show we do every week Woo! at 6 p.m. Every Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can find us here on Nitty's Knocker. Get it cool, With your stupid. girl, Nitty. And with <laughs> B Glover. Damn, can I live. Yep, underscore damn, damn can I live at Twitter. Yeah, and his Instagram needs to be changed to that also, but it all my handles is soul of the dude. He's still B A underscore Glover. Cause that's my yeah. name, y'all. But you're damn. Can I live? But until I talk to you, amazing people, next time, I love you. Stay happy. Join the Unicorn Squad. Hit me up about that too. You know, I give Unicorn bites out yeah, 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 for the low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We be handing pixie dust for the low. For the low. For the low. And until next time, guys. Peace, love, and happiness. Bye.